Alright, fine. I'm just gonna go to sleep. But... I think I'm gonna be doing this incrementally, just because... I, uh, I avoid my sadness the most, I guess. Or... I don't externalize my sadness, I just sit in it, and it's kind of hard for me to just process. Uh, it's funny because anger and fear are really easy for me to, to just externalize. But sadness is just the feeling I am most comfortable and used to in the silence. Yeah. Yeah. I'm used to people not listening. I, I'm used to being sad. Yeah. I'm used to uh, the loneliness, being the only one who feels the way I feel. <laughs> and it sounds so cliche and not self-absorbed, but uh, maybe self-absorbed to say that I'm the only person that feels the way I feel, but it is still unique to feel the kind of sadness you are experiencing. Because it's your sadness. It's not my brother's sadness. It's not my sister's sadness. It's not my friend's sadness. It's my sadness. And, uh, it's true. Nobody else is sitting in the same apartment as I am and talking to a, a podcast episode as I sit with the most comfortable feeling I experience. I, I can't put words to my sadness, honestly. I can put words to my anger and words to my fear, but sadness is different. At least the sadness that I choose to sit in. You know, before there would be a lot of uh, worth, value, uh, significance um, that I chose to stop believing in. And now it's just sad. Um, just sad of things in my life that aren't, that don't exist. I'm sad of the what is. And what is is that I'm single. What is is that I'm alone. What is is that nobody sees the world that I see. Um, it's sad. Nobody wants to experience the world that I see with me. That's sad. Uh, it's funny, right? Because there are plenty of people who want to experience me. There are plenty of people who love me. I have learned to love so much because I have chosen to get out of my head. Uh, but there's just so much dysfunction 
in myself makes it hard for me to love. I think a lot of it has to do with insecurities that um, just people have not been able to love well through and uh, still figuring it out. I'm not perfect. I'm not good at being good. I want to be better. I want to be good at loving. That's my heart. I want to be competent and worthwhile. I want to have value. I want to be authentic. I'm sad when I'm not. And when I'm alone, I'm I feel feel valued. I don't feel authentic. I don't feel competent when I'm alone. Rest is what I really need, though. And today was a very good rest day. I don't know if I can sit in this. I'm definitely going to have to do this in increments. Uh, yeah. I don't even know why I'm sad. Um... Why am I sad? I'm just supposed to sit in it. I'll get back to you guys. Okay. Attempt number two. Hello, friends. I am... Trying to... Process... Um, my feelings... And I was able to do this cognitively with my other emotions, um, but sadness and shame is a deep feeling I have. Uh, I'm sad for a lot of things. Um, I'm sad that I'm leaving New York. I'm sad I'm saying goodbye to my friends here. And the ones that I made, the potential I could have had. But in a way, it was a good thing because I got to see them only through virtually. So nothing's really going to change except for my time zone. Uh, but I'm still going to miss them. Uh, I don't get to see them often in person. And I won't get to see them as much at all but uh eventually i'll be able to love them again and that'll be nice i uh sad to say goodbye to my family here um i'm just sad that there's a place here I can call part of me and 
I've been a little bit more compassionate for people and my connections. When I left Reading, I had no apathy. I had no empathy or sympathy for the people I was saying goodbye to. And I was very self-focused and now it's the opposite. I value people in my life. It's so crazy. I used to use my friends as a mode of existence and now it's more like I want to use, I want to love my friends in a deeper way. It's such a weird feeling. I I have a deeper understanding of what it means to love. And it is so much more than just saying I'm here. It's I want your trust. And I want to help. I want to be with you more than just the gates that I'm looking through. I don't want to be a... F I mean, okay, there's a, a metaphor I'm using. People's houses um, with a fence, right? People have a fence and you, you have your fence friends. Those are the people, they come to the fence, they say hi, you come over and you talk and you enjoy them at the fence. And then there are the friends who... Go past the fence and you hang out with them on your front lawn. And it could be some some work that you can do in the front lawn with, with them. Or it can be hanging out, playing some catch at the front. You invite them in past the fence. And there's the patio. Uh, there's, there's the type of friends that are invited to hang out in the patio, see the view from your house and... Just talk. Maybe there's something that you need help to fix there or um, to paint, to change. The patio friend. And then there's the house friend. And then there's the living room. There's the kitchen friend. There's, there's the bedroom friend. I've never been a bedroom friend. And I've never been... I've been close to a living room friend, but I feel like... A lot of the times I'm just a patio friend or a fence friend. Maybe I'm being too self-critical. But I have valued the way I love my friends past the fence. And I see I see the value in it. I see how good it is to love my friends where they're at. Have them accept me in a boundary that not a lot of people get to be in. I've rarely been a living room friend. I think my closest friend is a patio friend. And I've... Getting closer to a living room friend, but... That's in the future. I just... I want friends who want to come to my house. And come to my patio. Come to my fence. 
and I'm not tired of going to everybody else's house, but I feel very alone when I don't see people coming to me. Um, I'm the kind of friend that initiates, the kind of friend that comes over, invites people to hang out and do something with me. I think I've only had one friend who wanted to spend time with me. And I... I shouldn't say one friend. I just, I just had very little friends. A very small handful of friends who wanted to say, Hey, Brandon. I want you in my life. Let's talk. The saddest part about that is a lot of times they feel like fence friends or grass friends, front lawn friends. <sighs> yeah. I don't even know if I have a patio friend. I've had a patio friend. Ah, he's married now. <laughs> And even past relationships have been closest to patio. And the living room is a space where you live with somebody. Like, you are living with them. Like, not, like, physically living, but, like, you are invited in their home. You're invited to do life with them. More than just talking but living and I realize I don't have a lot of friends like that um, or at least I don't have a lot of friends who are even aware of their living room there's a lot of mess in their living room so they're not even going to invite people in it yeah our identity's a mess and I am trying my hardest to make my home worth coming to. And I've sit, sat in isolation and loneliness thinking this is what I truly am because if I'm not seeking anything, I'm nothing to anybody and that's really sad makes me really alone that is real that is so real I've never had anybody go to my bedroom and I rarely have anybody go to my living room I don't even I don't even know what it looks like to have a friend in my living room. I know what it looks like to invite people into my living room and be vulnerable and real, but they're not living with me. They are experiencing my living room. <laughs> and then they try to help clean it up. It's as close I've been to people in my living room.
I, uh, I don't feel pursued or I don't feel like people want to come to my house. That's what it really is. I don't feel like people want to come to my house. And that's really sad. I want to cry. It's so lonely. It's really hard to be somebody with so much compassion and not feel wanted by the world. <laughs> that is so unorthodox. I am somebody who wants to give myself to people. But people don't want me. And somebody who loves to love. I want to give my heart to everybody I meet. Nobody wants to give me theirs. It doesn't make me feel worth it. it. doesn't make the love feel worth it. God is the only one that makes it feel worth it, really. Gives us training wheels to live, love well, even though you're alone, even though you're not well, I guess. I'm so lonely. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not asking for somebody to rescue me. I'm not asking for anybody to come to my home. I'm just stuck with that reality that really the only person I feel like that is living with me is God and I might be ignorant but I think it's true my parents patio parents at best probably front lawn parents and the person that's closest to me is my sister. And even then we're still patio patio siblings. My brothers feel more like fence siblings than anything. Nobody's living with me. And I want to live with everybody. It's just very interesting I don't think there are a lot of people and even marriages that have people living in their living rooms they have their spouse can even be somebody who's a patio friend not a patio friend a, a fence friend just somebody who shows up when they need when you need to talk Maybe there was a time where they felt like they were living room, living room partners, but rarely, rarely do they feel like they go to that living room because it feels like it's too much of a mess for themselves, let alone their bedroom.
I feel like there is a lot more sadness inside my heart that I don't know how to say. I got past six minutes this time. I guess I'm not as sad. (sighs) But I'm sad. I mean... I'm lonely. Uh, I'm a victim to loneliness. <laughs> I guess in the world context, but God. God makes me feel like I'm not alone. I can live alone because of God, but... There shouldn't be a but. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to try again next time. Hello again. I am tired. I've been speaking a lot in a fake British accent, and I don't even know if I'm speaking very properly. I uh, try very hard to enjoy my voice and I have so much fun just speaking this way anyways I think I'm going to spend the rest of this segment me speaking in this voice I think it's very bad because I'm very tired but this is what you're going to get you're going to get me speaking out loud in my British fake accent and I don't even know it fits actually British, and I don't even know if this is a good accent. I've been told that it's alright, but I've also been told that it sounds more Australian. Australian. Sounds more Australian. Australian. It sounds more Australian than than British. I'm practicing. Why am I practicing? I just like to have fun. I just like to have... I just, I just like to have fun. I just like to have, I just like to have fun. I've noticed a lot about my voice. Oh, I'm talking, I'm supposed to be talking about sadness, but for whatever reason, I'm thinking too much. Why am I still sad? It's the third day of me trying to finish this segment, but I... Just can't. I'm mourning over the loss of a friend. I'm scared of not being enough. It makes me sad that I don't think I can. It makes me sad that. I just want, I just want to be okay. I feel very weak. I feel very weak. Very weak. And a lot of that just has to do with my anger and my sadness. And I don't like complaining. My heart is crying so much because of fear. I'm going against my biggest beast. A beast that has defined me 
physically for the past 10 years and I haven't felt this way since I went against my heart beast. You know, my head beast is, it wasn't too hard to overcome. It was hard to have the motivation to admit, to have the motivation to convince myself that I know truth, I knew truth, and I needed it. But there wasn't a lot of emotion behind it. I wasn't very afraid, I guess. And then my heart beast. My heart beast was a beast. It, it was a scary one. I probably had that identity longer than I had my physical beast. But that one didn't define my future. It defined my identity. And then my physical beast... My physical beast is this back and my dreams. <sighs> I, I am afraid of not being good enough. I have a huge value issue and I think I'm sad because I don't think I'm worth it. I know I am. I think I'm competent, and I think I'm real, but I don't think I'm valuable. To be sad, you know, I have so much to give, and I. I fail at doing it sometimes. I fail at loving. Because I don't think there are a lot of people who invite me. I don't notice when there are a lot of people who invite me to their living room or who invite me to see their heart and not just talk about it, but see it. I don't know. I just know that I'm not happy and I want to be. I want to be enough. I don't even remember what the word was. I'm weak. I feel so weak. I don't feel... I don't even feel weak physically. I just feel weak spiritually. Like I want to cry all the time. I do not like saying goodbye. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to say goodbye. <sighs> try again tomorrow okay I guess I'm trying again <sighs> I was uh, talking to a friend today about um, just being 
just soaking in the Father's presence and letting Him hold you. And that made me so emotional. Uh, remembering and reminding yourself of how much God just wants to hold you and being in a space where you're choosing to be enjoyed by simply being is a really good feeling. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to be anything, really. You just have to receive a reality of how God really sees you and that is loved. Oh. My side. Where does sadness come from? Sadness comes from. I mean, it comes from a lot of things, but the first thing that I think of is shame. How shame makes us feel like we're not enough, or we're unworthy, or we're uh, worthless, and um, all these insecurities come up about our identity and we try to self-protect and while we self-protect instead of trying to perform against it or um, instead of trying to hide I guess instead of trying to hide from that reality or that feeling we just have a hard time being with it with the sadness because we're not used to it or we don't want to sit in our shame because it's not productive, quote-unquote. <sighs> but I guess I'm different because nobody wants to sit in sadness, and yet I'm somebody who does. I want to sit in sadness. I want to feel the feelings and let myself be. And that's why... These are hard because I don't feel like thinking about my feelings. I just want to be in my feelings with you. So, the silence is uh, you just sitting in the feeling. But it's also because I'm tired. <laughs> so, I'm going to let you guys go. Okay, I think this is day five, so, yeah, I'm saying goodbye, and I'm not as, maybe I am sad, uh, I want to say, I want to see my friends for the last time tomorrow, and... I've actually never been so connected to people. I think that's why I'm going to be really sad to say bye to them. Because I'm so used to seeing people in spurts and bursts. And I don't actually spend time... I, don't, I haven't had a consistent group of people to see every week. And... 
that was really nice and it was really firm and steady and I'm gonna lose it I mean I'm not gonna lose it I'm still gonna see them but I I won't see them as often I won't be able to see them in New York I won't be in the same place as them <sighs> and that makes me sad but Yeah. It's just a lot of sad things, I guess. I... I'm scared. Scared. <sighs> and insecure. That's all I can do right now. <laughs> well, here I am again. I am talking and I cannot go to sleep. Uh, I just finished saying goodbye to all my close friends in New York. And I am... gonna miss them they all gave me something good that I really needed connection attention and conversation they all represented something different about what it means to be alive in New York outside of my family outside of life and just wanted to bless them with me and be blessed by them and who they are and where they're at and what they're becoming all that stuff what does it mean to be sad what does it mean to be sad nah What does it mean to mourn? Hey, today is my last day. I'm Spending time just sitting with myself. Spent the past hour just talking and it's sinking in. I don't want to say goodbye. I really don't want to say goodbye. I've never felt so connected to people in a really long time. So many people being real and authentic. And I think I took that for granted with the people that I was loving and reading because for whatever reason, I just believed it was a facade and it wasn't authentic. And I know now that that's not real. That's not the truth. The truth is that people where they are are people where they need to be. And 
That's all I need.